Look, you want to fight? Then you better bring it, motherfucker. Welcome to the kitty's ass staring at me through a camera, and that's traumatizing. Well, I didn't expect Meowth just to walk across the desk like that. He's a dick. Yeah. I don't know about dick, but there was definitely some ass. What yeah, are you there doing was, over there? I, I, saw, I saw a big old brown pucker right there. You might need to trim off some dingleberries off of that one. No, that's the other cat that I gotta get back there and do some landscaping. No, he's got shitsticles. It's pretty bad in this house. Well, you heard him. We got uh, we got Shadow joining us tonight. How you feeling, man? Uh, I don't wanna. <laughs> I know how you feel. It's been a hell of a week. And you heard him, too. We got Damoc on the show as well. How you feeling, man? Uh, I'm still fucking alive, dude. All my test scores keep coming back negative, so I'm alive and absolutely healthy, which is kind of terrifying. Man, you're probably going to be the first person they find, like, an eighth uh, liver enzyme on and be like, wow, this thing's actually going to make you live forever. Dude, we got to discuss some liver enzyme testing because the recent one they did has very different numbers from the other ones that I've done. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. We uh, we actually have a tight knit crew tonight. We don't have a we don't have a lot of people joining, in, which honestly I think is going to be kind of nice compared to uh, compared to the last few times. We've had a ton of people on the show. We've gone for friggin' ever. So here's hoping for not another two hour show. And I I know everybody listening is going. Thank God, three hours later. <laughs> the first thing we are going on. What is everybody drinking or partaking in? Um, ironically, I. Don't know. I might be doing both. I'm not really 100% sure at this moment. But uh, let's go straight down the line. Shadow, you, you taking anything tonight? You drinking anything tonight? I'm hitting this vape. It's actually, I can actually bring this up before they all get banned. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's probably going to be an illegal substance here soon. Let me get people hooked on this. It's the Lemon Twist Strawberry Queen. This is actually my favorite just go-to. It's a strawberry crushed lemonade at three milligrams, and it just hits so right, and it's... I never get bored of it, so when I change something else, I always come right back to it. So that's what I'm hitting tonight. I'm glad and you no, said two and not on. There's no THC. It's nicotine only, guys. Don't worry. I'm not breathing in oils. Yeah, you're going to get that weird lung disease and die, and you're going to be another statistic. Oh, yeah, such a tiny statistic that it won't even be remembered. What about you, Damoc? What are you drinking, man? Dogfish head, one minute baby. I bought two packs of it, two four-packs. One four-pack is sitting in a very dark area that's going to be... Because uh, I'm actually probably going to forget about it and discover it a couple years from now and be like, Oh, shit! And then I bought <laughs> another pack to drink! Ha-ha! <laughs> nice. Please tell me you were pouring that in a glass and it's not out of the bottle. Do you know I look like a fucking idiot? Uh, I, I was going to yes. call you a savage. I, I wasn't going to say idiot. I was going to say savage. No, no, no. It goes in a goddamn glass. The girlfriend popped her beer bottle and then tried to go and walk away with it. And I was like, no, put it in a glass, put it in a glass. And she was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. But no, I got my big beer glass out for this. 
Good man. Good man. I am actually trying something new and different. Uh, <laughs> I am trying a beer by New Belgium called the Hemperer. And yes, I said hemp-er. Uh, it, it's labeled as an HPA, a hops and hemp rain, IP, or uh, HPA, so uh, I guess a hemp pale ale, or I guess what they're saying. Whoa, uh, dude, you can got be doing that, man. The CBD with the vitamin E, it's going to give you the lung cancer. <laughs> Jeez, we just went over this like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> However, I'm not breathing this in. What's well, the attack not, not like? Fully. So the attack's oh, going to kill your lungs. Okay, so this is where it gets weird, all right? I cracked this open in the in the kitchen. The moment I cracked this beer open, it smelled like I was crushing a bud on my kitchen counter. Like it it was super skunky. And I and I, okay, so here's the funny part. I didn't realize what I bought. I thought I bought something that said HPA on the side. And I said, "Oh, HPA, that must be like a new IPA. I'm going to grab that." read it and when i read it i didn't read emperor i read emperor because i looked at it quick so i said oh cool emperor new belgian i like that i'll grab it so i got it home pulled the bottle out looked at it quick now i'm going to show everybody else here i don't know if you can see it but it's a little green guy or it's a little emperor looking guy and he's covered like he's covered in buds and marijuana leaves it's really hard to miss yet i missed it so I, cr- I, I literally walk into the kitchen, I crack it open, and immediately everything smells skunked in my kitchen. And I'm going, oh, God, did I buy a skunked beer? Oh, this is horrible. And I pick up, I look at the bottle, and then I look down at the guy, and I realize, that looks like a whole lot of weed on that guy. And then DEA, I, like, open up. Then I, then I read it, and I'm like, oh, it's called, because it's called the Hemperer. I'm like, oh, God. That explains it. So literally, my entire kitchen is completely skunked out. This beer smells skunky, like super skunky. The taste of it, though, is the only way I can describe it is confusing. All the smell that you get literally is like you're crushing up a bud in your mouth. That's what it smells like. The The attack, really bitter. Super bitter, in fact. It rolls over to this intensely sweet flavor that's the part that confuses me because it goes from bitter to almost a bitter sweet it's it's confusing as hell but it's it's really nice the flavor lasts forever though like i haven't had a sip here and probably well actually i haven't had a sip since we started the show and i can still taste the beer in my mouth that's how long lasting this flavor is so who's going to take over the show after the DEA gets you, you druggie? <laughs> so I, I, I looked it up. There's no THC. There's nothing There's nothing in here that's going to, like, peck off on a, a friggin' test or whatever. There's nothing I have to worry about. It's just a beer that's brewed with hops and hemp. Open up! <laughs> it's, it's an interesting brew. After I have a couple more, I might have a, I might have a better analysis of it but the first one really flavorful i'm gonna say that really really flavorful well that was a quick segment jesus christ usually we're like 30 minutes in before we get done with what everybody's drinking i know because everybody talks about what their attacks like i know well that's important the attack is important shit i guess we'll just go straight into news then all right news oh shit guys you realize it's friday the 13th right 
Yeah, I know. No. That's why it's so gloomy. Yeah. I mean, it's not Friday the 13th right now, but we're recording on Friday the 13th. Well, this is not just a regular Friday the 13th. Oh, God, Jesus I know. Christ. Not only is it a full moon Friday the 13th with overcast and light rain where I'm at, but the clouds break up enough to show the micro moon. And it's, uh, I guess it's pretty important. So the next one like this is 30 years from now. Yeah, and I believe it's referred to as a harvest moon of some. I don't know about that. Here's what I'm hoping at this juncture. That the clouds don't break so people don't act crazy because I don't want to hear about the crazies in the morning when the wife gets home. Oh, hey, dude, after I get done with the rest of this six pack, you'll probably be hearing about the crazies around here. Please, no, please don't make it that big of an event. Anyway, news. News is where we're going to go through our Discord news feeds and see what the hell has been listed there. The first one listed under alcohol news. Now, this one I didn't get because I didn't realize that there was a ban on here, but I guess in some states they have a ban on how what the ABV is that you can sell in convenience stores and grocery stores and stuff. Yeah. Utah. I, didn't, I did not know that that was a thing. I mean, hell, I figure at this point it's probably a thing in Virginia, so you can't try to bypass hard liquors. Well, I can tell you that uh, I bought some 90-minute IPAs at the grocery store and some Dark Hollow. Both of those are well above the 4% listed in this article. Well, now i got to look it up. Well, I mean, I can give you the rundown of it. Utah, the Mormon state, is changing its laws. And they're about to hit a major beer short um, for a while until at least November 1st or so. The law is changing that says in the state that you cannot buy beer that's over 3.4% alcohol. And now they are raising that to be a regular 4%, which is what the rest of the United States in general thinks. No one has ever seen SLC Punk. That's a great fucking movie. And they bitch about the beer and having to go to Wyoming to buy better beer. Yeah, but Wyoming is just inking for no state here. Oh, Garfield. Jeez, you guys got to watch Garfield and Friends more. Uh, it's been a long time. So it was just it was an interesting read, one that, again, I didn't even realize that that rule existed in any state, but obviously it does. Well, in I mean, Utah is a big Mormon community. The state is majority Mormon, and they've always had an alcohol limit. And I highly recommend, if you haven't seen it, to watch SLC Punk because it will tell you a whole lot more about it and they bitch about the beer. Hmm. Uh, it was great that Shadow muted himself, uh, but really didn't mute himself to pit that vape. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I will. Uh, I, will <laughs> I saw you go post. there, try to click, and then take that. I'm like, still heard it, though. Still heard it. I, uh,. I had the Chrome window up on full screen, so and I actually his balls couldn't see if again. it was on or not. I'm trying to... I'm trying... Oh, God damn it! I'm trying to scare <laughs> Meowth off the desk, but he wants to be here. Fucker. No, there's no food up here. Let me put the bowl on the floor. There, are you happy? Ow! Alrighty. Uh, next article, we actually... Let's switch over to Gamer News. Um, yeah, so... 
quick quick poll here, and I I know you probably read the article, but uh, what have you been calling that uh, that button on a PlayStation controller that's not the square, circle, or triangle? It's definitely the X button, but apparently <laughs> it is not. <laughs> yeah, so apparently we've been calling it the wrong thing forever. It's called the cross button. Who the hell would have known that? Like, seriously. Well, uh, apparently PlayStation thought it prudent enough to go ahead and tweet out that all these gamers this entire time has been calling it the X button, which is wrong because who says X when you have circle, square, triangle, and X? No, it's circle, square, triangle, and cross. Well, also their logic behind it is correct because an X has, you know, the, the angles aren't the same and the lengths aren't the same and all that other other stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make their argument, but I'm, I'm not really into it. That's okay. That's why Microsoft came out and said, don't worry, we use the X button too. No, did, but did you read the, uh, I forget what post or, or what, who tweeted it, but there was a tweet that said, the one, uh, it doesn't matter who, what gaming you're doing, the one thing that unites us all is the X button. And it shows all the controllers and you know, a keyboard with an X on it even. And it's like, touche, touche. You knew exactly who they were like bouncing against there. Like, you knew it was against that article. Next article, and this is actually one that Zyra brought up a while ago about how the Dreamcast was uh, well ahead of its time. And it's actually interesting because I, this was a, this is a really interesting read of an article because there's a few things on here that even I didn't catch up on. Um, so, the, so the article is all about how the Dreamcast predicted everything about modern consoles. That's, that's the actual, that was the actual title of the article. Did you guys get a chance to read it? I did not get a chance to actually read all the way through it, but I do know quite a bit about the Dreamcast, but I was too poor. So the Dreamcast was, I think, one of the first consoles to actually go down the route of, I don't want to say standardized hardware, but hardware that other, like, basically as standard as you possibly could at the time. It was using a, uh, what was it? Um... It basically had everything ran out so it could run Windows CE. Like, that's literally what the Dreamcast was running. Which I didn't even know. I mean, I never had a Dreamcast, and I never really cared for a Dreamcast, so I never really looked too far into it. But I didn't realize that the Dreamcast actually was running Windows CE. And it actually has a little emblem on the front corner of it that says, uh, compatible with Windows CE. Yeah, it was actually very, very interesting to see. I'm browsing through the article now, and it's definitely going to be worth a great read. But I had a buddy who had one, and I know that the games looked really good. They played really good. He liked it. The controllers were a little weird, but the features on it were like, holy shit, man, this is a computer already. When did consoles become computers? Well, another cool thing that it had was it actually had crossplay because it had a built-in modem. So it actually had crossplay with PC games like Quake 3. And that's one of the things, that's also another thing I didn't even realize. I knew that Quake 3 was, there was, there was a massive um, online aspect of it where you could jump in, play deathmatch with everybody. But I didn't realize that the Dreamcast actually could dial in and connect to those. I mean, granted, I think it even says in the article that the people 
The people who are on computer just devastated the people who are on console for obvious reasons. But I just thought that was interesting. Like, this was the first cross-play console. Oh, yeah. So I had a Dreamcast. And my sole complaint about the controller, it was super ergonomic. But for whatever reason, it was like one of the last wired cable devices. But they had it coming off the back of the controller. So it's like coming off, coming towards you. And then it has to wrap around to the front. And that was super obnoxious. But otherwise, I loved the Dreamcast. So, yeah, so that's a, that's actually a, the funny thing you say about the controller is that the basic layout of the Dreamcast controller was actually replicated by Xbox. Uh, and it even says the Nintendo Switch Pro controller, which I thought was an interesting read. Yeah, I just it, there, there's a lot of little things about the Dreamcast that, I mean, were very forward thinking. It's just kind of one of those. It just was way ahead of its time and focused on, I think, the wrong things. And it was one of the first ones that had. I think it had a yep. built-in modem on it. Yeah, actually. we were just talking about that. Yep. So it, it Yeah, sorry. I was too busy trying to fix my problems over here. <laughs> All good. Uh next article which I did not read. Steam will now show you Wait, more you games these? you might actually want to buy. So I did notice that. I don't know if they're already doing it. It's been a long time since I went to the actual Steam store. But uh I walked in there today and I actually got like really good things wait, wait, wait. shown to you me. You walked into the Steam store? Yeah. I walked in too. I walk in every day. Don't you? You shut your dirty mouth. You shut up. <laughs> I went in there uh checking to see if they had an update for the Master Chief collection and I was like, oh wow the store layout's changed and they're showing me things that I'm interested in now versus I don't know if it's just because it's been so long or if they've kind of updated the storefront. I don't know. It's been so- a while. Don't judge me. Shut up, or I'm going to walk into your face. Uh, reading the article, I thought it was very interesting. They did it on a very small scale. It was a very small test, and they've actually been doing it for a couple months now, where they selected, I'd have to confirm to the article, I think it was like 9% of their user base, and they tested this new thing, and now they've implemented it and rolled it forward. And I'm very, very interested to see what Cecil's Steam ideas are going to be after buying all of those hentai porn games for God. Yeah, all I get is porn games now. Like, I don't even get any other good games that might be interested. I went through my queue probably, I don't know, four or five lengths worth. And every single one of them was porn. Well, why is it even suggesting anymore? Didn't you already buy them all? I did. I actually bought every one they suggested, too. Yeah, but there's a lot more, and they're still very, very cheap, and they get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, I was, I was okay with the stuff that like it's questionable on the age, but all the tentacle porn that's sending across now, I just, I don't know if I can handle all of it. It's a lot of tentacles. Can you send me the names of those games so I could definitely avoid them? Yeah, yeah, um, for for science just- purposes. Science yeah, for, for for science, but uh, uh, yeah, just go ahead and look at my uh, my purchase game. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will definitely avoid those. Where's my credit? Yeah, make sure make sure that that uh, make sure that that check is uh, <laughs> has clear from Nintendo this time around. Yeah, now, it it bounced. Now it has been interesting because we've actually been discussing Steam and its policies with the Epic Game Store over the last several podcasts, 
And now here is yet another change that Steam is making to better implement things. The big part about it is that they're no longer really, they're still going to advertise the big games. But everybody knows about the big games. If you go on YouTube, if you read any gaming news article, hell, if you go on Google News and go to the technology section, they advertise the crap. Forbes magazine. It's Forbes. It's supposed to be like a fortune type magazine talks about gaming. So Gaming's big business, you, man. It absolutely is. It's actually one of the biggest businesses online. Uh, but... That part is fantastic, and I'm enjoying that, to see Steam make a change to show you games by smaller developers that you might actually be interested in, instead of just blasting you with all the latest AAA titles that are coming out on their front homepage. They've revamped the entire front store that you see when you open Steam. See, now, I never really had that problem. Always on my front store. I, I mean, I always had a lot of indie titles everywhere on my Steam store. So I never really... Now, I, I guess I don't know what you're, what you're considering a, a, a big title, but most of the titles that I see are not something that I would say I recognize from an advertisement somewhere. So when you first open it up, right, you have the store, the library, the community, and then your username, and then right under that you have the big advertisement of what it has. Right now, I'm looking at its Focus Home Interactive Publisher Weekend, up to 85% off. I scroll down and it's showing me a lot of people didn't play Total War Warhammer 2. Yes, some people did play it and that's fantastic. It does still show Gears 5, but now I'm seeing like Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon. Well, Destiny 2 is on there because that's coming to Steam, it's a big deal. But I'm seeing a lot more indie games pop up and smaller developers, not just indie, because indie's kind of getting to, to be a weird term for gaming now. I'm seeing a lot more games that I haven't actually heard anything about directly on the very top of the featured and recommended game. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm kind of pleased with what I've been saying. Uh, actually, so it's funny through the through the Steam queues. That's where I found some like some great games like Space Engineers or The Forest. Um, actually, that's how I first found Kerbal Space Station or Space Program. It was all through just clicking through my queue and just randomly checking out games. Um, I've I've just I've there's been a lot of bloatware, but I always tend to go through like probably three or four of the iterations of whatever queue is listed up for say, Hey, these are games you might be interested in. And yeah, when I go through, I probably find maybe one or two games that look interesting, but I always find something that looks interesting, but I'm really excited to see what steam's doing. Just like you said, Damon, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see forward motion instead of just kind of a stagnant, Oh, let Epic do what they want. Not really responding to it whatsoever. I'm glad to see that they're trying that they're that they're making some motion here. Competition breeds innovation. Yeah, it does. Hey, competition is always a good thing. Hell competition yeah! Is. Competition is a very, very good thing. I just I still do not like the predatory practice of Epic Games. Agreed. I didn't say it was good competition. Agreed. I mean, so I I, I hate to be I hate to be that guy. I can see why they're doing it. Steam is a juggernaut. It is. They've 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 had a mass of the market for quite some time, and to try to cut into that, man, you really got to be aggressive. And I understand it. 
I just, uh, I don't know. I just, there's just, I think there are better ways of going about it. More ethical ways of going about it. You misspoke on well, how you describe Scream. It's, they're the juggernaut bitch. Oh, yeah. Good point. Thank you, Deadpool 2. Next article. Uh, actually, this one's cool because this one, this one I'm, I'm excited about because growing up, I always had a Super Nintendo. And I love my Super Nintendo, but I was always just a little bit jealous of those people who had the Genesis. And Sega has released the Genesis Mini. And it is actually doing well. Like, they did something good. Counterpoint. Nintendo Switch has Super Nintendo games on it now. Oh, yeah. Well, the Wii had Super Nintendo games on it, too. Saying. Oh, no. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I I dig it. I totally dig it. Um... I'm but, not excited. Really? I'm really just not excited. You didn't like the Genesis? So I had to go to, I, I lived next, it was my house. I lived in a little cul-de-sac, right? I lived here, then John lived here, then Patrick lives here. Um, and Patrick, he was like, his, his mom was a single parent, blah, blah, blah. He got all the cool shit growing up. He had every single fucking console. We used to tolerate Patrick because he's a fucking douchebag. But whatever, dude. We used to go to his house because we could play all the games. He had every console and all that. He had the Genesis. I love a lot of the Sega Genesis games. I've never owned a Sega Genesis until, I don't know, like 10 years ago. I got one from a buddy and it didn't work. So I got the games, but not the console. But I've played a lot of them. I really enjoyed them. I thought the Genesis was fucking awesome. I am not excited with the launch of the Sega Genesis Mini because I don't see any of the actual games that I truly enjoyed. There's a couple on there. They have the Sonic games, but their games list was really weird. However, in their, you know, to give Sony or whoever the fuck actually owns Sega now, uh, to give them their due, they're doing very well and they're releasing more games as phases. So there's phases one, two, three, and four. And it's more games as the phases come out. And they are using a very good modding team that put the games together. However, the games that I've truly enjoyed, except for, was it Mutant League Football? I really want that goddamn game again. I can play all of that on the Switch. I bought all of that collection on the Switch already. Okay. Well, I, I'm excited for it because while... And, and it's disappointing that it didn't have games that you were interested in or remember, but looking at some of the games that are on it, they are games that literally were the games I was jealous that people had. Um, first one right off the bat that I, I see, and I keep... Every time I look over to the list, I go right to it. Eternal Champions. I loved Eternal Champions. That was That was like... That was like Sega's response to Mortal Kombat. And I loved it. It was just, it was fun. It was visceral. It had the, uh, the fatalities. Instead of you having to remember, co- you know, these specific button combinations, you just had to randomly do it throughout the stage. And it was cool because when you didn't know anything about it, you just randomly ran into this. And all of a sudden, like, you know, the sea monster came up and tore your opponent apart or these, this car drove by and a whole bunch of Tommy guns, Tommy guns come out of it and they do a drive by on them. Just a lot of cool things like that. But Eternal Champions is on there. Eternal Champions, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, Street Fighter 2. Um, 
Castlevania Bloodlines, all games that I just remember as a kid, and I loved them. And that's what I was excited. That's that's what I'm excited for. Uh, that and, I mean, really, the, just just the design of it is, it's like, I mean, it's like what Nintendo did. It's literally just a mini Genesis system. It's it's cool looking. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 excited for it. While I don't think I will own one for quite some time, uh, I I'm still excited for it because it's it's the the list of games on it are all the fun games that I just I remember playing and they were so much fun. And I mean, in response, I've got all of those games in some other format, uh, but it it's still that that nice nostalgia, especially with that controller, just that nice little nostalgia. Does it have Echo the Dolphin? Oh, you know what? I did not see Echo the Dolphin on there. I saw Earthworm Jim. So, I so, didn't know this because I sucked at Echo the Dolphin. Apparently, it's about an alien invasion. I didn't make it far enough to discover this. I found it out by Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't think anyone made it far enough in that damn game. Like, but, I looked it up and it's like, it's about aliens. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, um, the biggest thing, though, is I'm listening to Cecil and all of the games that he's listing off, especially Eternals, are on Switch. I already bought all that stuff, and now I play it on Switch, and I I really wanted to like the Genesis Mini. I re- I'm going to buy one. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to buy one. It's like 80 bucks. I'm going to pick one up because I do miss the controller. I do miss a lot of it. Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2, Eternal Champions, Echo the Dolphin are all on Switch already, and... And they work just fine and they have all the extra switch features which i was kind of sad to see that the genesis mini did not add uh the like the rewind feature and all of that like they did with the Mega Man games oh yeah, the very common rewind. emulator features i hear you but i don't have a switch you two have a switch i don't have a switch okay well first off you're off the podcast so. <laughs> it's sponsored by nintendo <laughs> Like, you, if you don't have a Switch, how can you be on something sponsored by Nintendo? <laughs> You're done. Yeah, dude, like, come on. I have two Switches. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, I don't know. As the current president would say in his former job, you're fired. I have failed this city. No, I mean, I, I, I could definitely see, you know, there, there are other avenues. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's doing well. Because, uh, I mean, for a long time, Sega was making some pretty decent games. And I really never had any gripe with a lot of their hardware, except for, you know, they just, they, they just didn't do it right. You know, with the, with the Saturn and uh, even the Dreamcast, even how amazing of a machine it was, it was just one of those too little, too late type of things. I thought We're Nintendo sure. did a too little, too late with the Switch, but man, did they, uh, did they pull a Phoenix? Yeah, Mr. Bowser, yeah, he's spashing the Switch right now. We gotta fire him. We gotta fire him now. <laughs> no, I mean, I bought the uh, the Sega Saturn because it was Sega. Who the fuck was gonna buy PlayStation when Sega, a known fucking gaming company, was going to produce a new console and... Honestly, that was a mistake. I should have bought into the new stuff, even though Sony has a really bad track record of coming out and being the first to produce something. Their PlayStation took off, the Saturn died, it was very sad, but I still love a lot of the Saturn games, like Panzer Dragoon. I played that for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I played the Defcon games. I, I really enjoyed those on the Saturn. Um, yeah, and then of course Resident Evil, but then Resident Evil was different from the PlayStation version than it was for the the uh, Saturn version. Not sure. So, I, are you talking about Resident well, Evil or Code Veronica? No, it was Resident Evil. The first Resident Evil, it was different on the Saturn than it was on the PlayStation. And I don't know because everybody was like, oh, well, you're trying to... I don't remember how far in the game it is, but you get in that one room and there's that shotgun. And when you grab the shotgun and then you go out and that ceiling starts to close down on you and is crushing you and all of that, in the Sony version, somebody jumps in, holds the wall up and saves you. And in the uh, Saturn version, that doesn't happen. You've got to trigger some different events to make it happen. But again, I was a kid and it was relying off of friends that had played the PlayStation version of it. It is what it is. I got a Saturn. I still have it in one of these boxes. Look, I cleaned up my boxes. They're all on the wall now. But (laughs) (laughs) we're getting there. Uh, I am going to buy the Genesis Mini because I've wanted it and it has a cool little feature on it that I'm very excited about. It still maintained the volume button on the console. Nice. Well, next article we had, this is actually something, actually, you just told me something that I didn't know about. Uh, I maybe also, so I probably did know, I just blocked it from my memory from traumatic experience, but I completely forgot that the Sega Saturn had a version of Resident Evil on it. Oh, Com- yeah. Completely so forgot. Was, I had Resident Evil for Sega Saturn, and then it launched on, I don't know if it launched on a different console as well. I know the PlayStation had it, the Sega Saturn had it, of course, owning a Sega Saturn, uh, yeah, there was a Resident Evil version, and again, I would actually have to look it up because I could just be full of shit, but I was a kid at the time, and we are still relying on magazines to get all of our information from shit, and word of mouth from friends, and my version was different from the version that they played on PlayStation. Yeah, when I was a kid, I relied on magazines to get off, too. That's God Sears damn, catalog. Yeah. Sears catalog? Fuck that. It was Victoria's Secret. Oh, well, yeah. They we, weren't we, having we Victoria's weren't... Secret delivered to the house. Yeah, we weren't rich enough to have Victoria's Secret catalogs. Oh, shit, dude. That stuff was free, man. And I would sign up and then I would just put a random name on it and put my address. And I knew how to use the internet, goddammit. Uh, next article. So, it turns out, uh, I, I actually learned something when I heard about this art when I read this article. So, Jeremy Reiner had an app. He had his own app. It was basically... I would have it. It was a Jeremy Reiner app, and it was about Jeremy Reiner. And you could find out all different stuff about Hawkeye and all this other stuff. Well, it turns out that the trolls took him out. Because they figured out a way to impersonate not only him, but other members were spreading all sorts of fun stuff around, and he literally just one day called up and said, all right, guys, close the app down because it's gotten bad. I didn't even know that he had his own app. Okay, well, first off, why would you screw with the guy that in his last movie was stabbing people to death? Exactly. You're gonna go like, stab that was him. my first thought. Plus, he was in Born Ultimatum. Like, he, he's all drugged out. He's going to, like, drop between buildings and kneecap you in the face. And, I mean, really? 
You're only talking about that because I was talking about the difference between the board movies the other day. That possibly had some some contribution to it. I'm not going to lie. No, I went on a long-winded rant. I was there with you. I was ranting with you. Well, then I loved that that movie. Just, I mean, I didn't love all of that movie, but I loved that Jeremy Renner was in it. Well, so going back to just shutting down the app, isn't like the preview for like the Rick and Morty season four like literally a scene where they launch an app, then say screw it and try to turn it off? You can't just turn off an app. It's it's in the cloud now. It's there forever. <laughs> get, get, can't do it, Morty. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, just shut down the app. We can't just shut down the app. It's live. Oh, man. All right, uh, next one under nerd news. Oh, man, there's a shit ton under nerd news. All right, let's oh, crank through these. Oh, you freaking nerds. Um, oh, somebody breaks the DDR 6 gigahertz world record speed. You can go faster than those kids at the arcade? They went to ludicrous speed. I didn't know the goths could go any faster. They've gone to plaid. Oh my god, we need a goth to confirm this. Where's Stuart? Oh. Oh shit, it's we gotta find Stuart. To watch him. Also, all are right. there like cats on all of our video feeds? Uh, are there hats on all of our video feeds? I don't know. Is there a hat in my video feed? Cats. Oh, cats? The short little mammal. Yours are hiding. You mean the ones I eat? Yeah, that too. That's that's a little bit cruel, but yeah. I'll try anything once. Uh, next article. So, Tim Drake is no longer Robin. Who's Tim Drake? And are we talking about Robin as in the one who wears tights? No, no, we're talking about the bird, dude. Tim Drake, the bird. Uh, wait, Tim Drake's a bird? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought that really beautiful man was Robin. Oh, is that What's right? What's his name? I don't know. I haven't been following DC. I haven't either. Sorry, Warner just can't make a movie. It's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Who produces those? I have no clue. They can't. They can't make a movie. I mean, like Man of Steel was kind of fun when he was fighting other Kryptonians, Ex- but that was the last one Except I really enjoyed. Except that, that, ah, no, let's not get no. We'll, that, no. Yeah, let's not dive into it. That's that's a whole episode <laughs> right there where yeah. DC's just screwing up. Uh, but supposedly he's uh, he's no longer Robin anymore. His new code name is well. Are you ready? Are you ready? Can, can you guess what Tim Drake's new code name is going to be? Tim Drake's new code name? Can you guess? Drakensburg? It's Drake. His new code name is Drake. That's not a code name. I know. I know. That's literally he just joined the military. Hey, Drake, go clean the bathrooms. Oh, man. Who's that Drake? He's got some weird secret identity. I have no clue who he is. Well, if we got Tim Drake on the roster. Yeah, but that can't be him. I mean, even at least, like, I don't actually know which part of the animated series it is from Justice League, but, like, apparently there's a scene that Lex Luthor takes over the Flash, and it's like, well, at least I can figure out who this guy is, and pulls off the mask and goes, I have no idea who this is. Yes. Drake isn't in that situation. I remember that episode. Oh, now I can find out who the Flash really is. Who the hell am I? Yeah, it's a great episode. So Daymok's uh, looking confused, and trust me, there's not any context that helps this that you missed. Okay, because, I mean, I had to take off my headphones for a minute, and then it was what it was. Uh, 
yeah, I gotta take off my headphones for a second again, guys. I love you. Well, at least his audio recording's not gonna be jacked like mine. Yeah, yeah. Well, the next article was actually pretty cool. So scientists were able to detect the ringing of a newborn black hole for the first time. Did they use the word ringing? Yeah. Okay, well, first off, let me go ahead and stop you there. That was clearly written by a non-scientist. Oh, is that the nerd kid's drawings? He can't hear us. But yeah, there's no sound in space. Because the whole vacuum thing. Pick a different word. Oh, that's adorable. My ranting again? Point being is pick another word, author. Well, I mean, they... I'm just reading what just reading what's in the article. Yeah, that, I mean, that's embellishing the story. But I, that's cool to, to detect a new black hole, I guess. No, so, okay, so let me read this, let me read this, uh, this paragraph from it. So, before you think I'm plagiarizing, I'm giving full, full rights here to physics.org. Wait, are you just copying the description and giving it to us like I did that one time? No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to fail the class like that. But here it says, uh, if Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity holds true, then black, then a black hole born from a cosmically quarking collision of two massive black holes should itself ring in the aftermath, producing gravitational waves much like a struck bell reverberates sound waves. Oh, they're just using the word ring very loosely then. Yeah. Instead of just saying it, oscillates gravitational waves. Yeah, but that's pretty cool that they were actually able to observe that for the first time. Man, black holes scare me. Oh, no. You're not going to get sucked into one. You're not going to die. I know the statistical odds of me dying in a black hole are effectively zero. Now that you say that, being at Friday the 13th, we got a friggin' full moon. Next thing you know, you're going to see, like, all the moon's just going to disappear and vaporize, and we're going to find out why. It's because a stupid black hole is just going to eat the Earth. So so here's a fun fact about black holes and time dilation. To everybody that sees me get sucked in the black hole, it looks like I will die a quick and painless death. But I won't. You'll see me have one, but to me, it'll take a long fucking-ass time, and it'll hurt the entire way. Kind of like anal sex. Oh, hold on a second. There's not exactly... <laughs> You're ruining my argument, man. Like, baby, it doesn't hurt that much. Just fucking hold still. Lay on your side. Lay on your side. Look, It'll just, be okay. Just because you're trying to jam it in the brown hole doesn't mean it's the same as a black hole. Well, I mean, I'm not racist. There wasn't supposed to be an awkward silence there, guys. Whoa, I never said you were racist. <laughs> well, he is, but there also wasn't supposed to be talks about black holes and brown holes either. So here we are. It's okay. Cecil's getting fired after this episode anyway. Oh, God. I was going to say, yeah, the, the DA doesn't bust through my door. DA, Nintendo. Yeah, they're all going to be coming in. Yep. This fucking Nintendo you got to worry about, man. The DEA ain't going to do shit. Yeah, Nintendo. You get a couple fines and you'll be all right. Nintendo will slap you with lawsuits. You'll be fucked. Yeah, the DEA's just going to walk in. I'm going to hand them a beer. Do you know who the CEO of Nintendo of America is right now? Bob Dole? No, it's Bowser. Like, I'm not huh. joking. The dude's name is Bowser. Huh. He's gonna come at you. Come at me, bro. I'll take you down like I took down Ua Bull. So you didn't? I didn't take down Ua Bull. Alright, last news article that we got. Uh, and this is actually an oldie, it looks like. Man sued a haunted house for being too scary. 
I'm going to say that again. Man sued a haunted house for being too scary. I don't know how to respond to that, actually. See, now this begs the first question. You're going into some place called a haunted house. What exactly is your expectations there? My expectations would be the exact same if I broke open a box labeled Sharps, jammed my hand in there, that I would suffer some kind of trauma because I'm scared of haunted houses. I don't like being scared. It's scary. See, now, I'm one of those people that actually love being terrified. It's kind of one of those things I say, hey, you should be at least, like, truly scared at least once a year. Keep the heart going. But uh, it, it looks like, and, and I, I, this is faux pas on me. I should have read the article before now. But it looks like just skimming through the article, they had one of those, uh, those chainsaw builds where they just take the chain off, but they've got a real chainsaw, and they just, you know, makes a lot of noise and, you know, just does the, the rearing sound and all that stuff. Well, it turns out that the guy couldn't tell whether the chainsaw was real or not. And, of course, the guy was running after him, and this guy was yelling, stop. Well, first off, you got to know, you never have your safe word be stop, because that ruins the fun. You have your safe word be like banana, or tropic thunder or something. Platypus. Pineapple, man. It's always fucking pineapple. Platypus. Exactly. Yeah, you have your safe word be something that's, you know, you'll understand as soon as you hear it. Not stop, because you want to hear stop. I love it when she calls me stop. Oh, fucking right, dude. She says stop, and I hit it hard as I can. Stop trying to put it in the brown hole. Exactly. No, the black hole. Either hole works. No, so I've turn- been in some brown holes, and I've been in some black holes. And let me tell you, there's a difference. You definitely want the brown hole. It's kind of like ribbed for your pleasure if you get it deep enough. So this is one of those things that I was talking about where I don't like being scared. So I'm just trying to see what the verdict was on here, but I can't find where they said... If the dude won or not. So here's what I'm thinking. In that scenario, he's suing for the wrong damn thing. He's probably suing because the ventilation in that room is terrible and somebody's running a gas-powered device in an enclosed space. That's like probably like not good for your lungs. Like vaping black market THC. So what I'm reading here is that he's suing because he was an inherent risk for injury? Uh, you said you couldn't find the spot... And it definitely says the Superior Court Judge, Catherine Bacall, Bacall, I don't want to mispronounce Bacol? the name, Bacall, B-A-C-A-L, agreed with the haunted house and dismissed the case entirely. Where is that? I skimmed through. I must have missed that part. Wait, Superior it's Court? right under the picture of Disney. Did you say Superior Court? Yep, it does. It says Superior Court, not Supreme Court. It did not go to the Supreme Court, which was Superior Court. Superior Court's not a thing in the U.S. Is this a Canada? What what country is this even in? Superior is like a Commonwealth term. San Diego. What? They have Superior Courts in California? Well, this is San Diego. I'm learning more right now about San Diego law than anything right now. So... In common law systems, a superior court is a court of general competence which typically has unlimited jurisdiction with regard to civil and criminal legal cases in the United States. I did not know that. I figured everything above the general circuit court was an appeals court and then state supreme courts and federal supreme courts. Federal circuit courts. I don't know. I didn't know supreme was used in the U.S. My bad. 
So it turns out that, uh, you know, reading in the article a bit here. So I think the thing that was the clincher for him was that the guy paid money to voluntary, voluntarily participate in said action. Wait, did he? He had to have gone with a girlfriend. Then she wanted to go and he wanted nothing to do with that. He's still an idiot, but he was trying to get Is some. that a normal thing? Like, is that a normal thing that the that the, that the, the, the female in the relationship wants to go for the haunted thing and the guy doesn't? Yeah. You know what I did last weekend besides go to house hunting without you? We went to go watch It Chapter 2. I had zero yeah, You didn't invite me that. for that either, which yeah. I really wanted to see that. Well, I didn't even want to see it, but you know what? If the wifey wants to go, we're going to go see it. Dude, you could have tagged Dude. me in. I would have sat there through that. And you could have oh, sat bullshit, there through man. Bullshit. You were trying to get that brown hole... And I'm sorry, you do what you do to get that brown hole. <laughs> and that's 90% of every horror movie I've ever watched as a result of me trying to get it in. Well, no. No, no, no. That is not the result of you trying to get it in. You're fucking making up for the time where you said, Ew, they're wet. And it's back. By the <laughs> way, she, she makes fun of me for that, too. I think everyone will make fun of you forever for that. Point taken all right well that's all of news so let's kick into ask your questions we actually have questions Ooh, ooh, this first one Ooh. all right first question pass you, you can't pass like that's not a thing that was funny the first 15 times you did it can't pass hard pass <laughs> if ash williams fought jason Voorhees, who would win and why Wait, are we in October right now? No, no, we're in September. Can we not do the horror two months in a row? Mm, well, I didn't ask the question, so... Oh, God, I hate this time of year. I, I don't have an opinion on this one. I don't do horror movies. What? It's obviously fucking Ash who's gonna win. What do you mean you don't have a fucking opinion? It's Ash. He's got a fucking chainsaw for a goddamn hand, and he's used to just going ahead and saying, fuck that, here's my boomstick, bitches, and taking out the fucking evil dead. So, but here's the thing, though. Like, Jason has been shot multiple times with shotguns and large caliber pistols and rifles, and he's been hit by trucks. Follow-up point to the chainsaw hand. He might have removed the actual chain from the chainsaws now chasing around people in a haunted house and getting sued. Exactly, and he might be the reason you're getting sued, so he might not even have a chain on that chainsaw. I'm pretty sure that I've watched all of the Evil Dead movies, and the first one with the tree rape is very interesting. Um, And the new remake still had the tree rape. Good on you for actually following through. Uh, But seriously, he's got a chainsaw, okay? So, yeah, Jason Voorhees, blah, 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 blah. He's been shot with multiple shotguns. He's never (laughs) been cut into multiple fucking pieces with a goddamn chainsaw from somebody who's not scared of the goddamn dead. But he has been cut up into multiple pieces before. Did somebody cut his life into pieces as his last resort? God damn it, I fucking hate you, and I hate that goddamn band. Fuck you, Papa Roach, you goddamn sellout assholes, dude. Go back to your fucking roots in Gilroy, California, and make the song fucking right instead of selling out to MTV to get your fucking record label. Is Daymok ADHD? Look at the monkey. Look at the monkey. See, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I think I'd have a I think I'd have a tough sell on Ash winning against Jason. So the question is, who wins an unstoppable force or an unmovable object? Yeah, hmm? but but Ash isn't exactly an immovable object. No. Okay. So you're taking you're watching the Friday the 13th movies and you're watching the Jason goes to hell stuff and you're watching all the Jason movies. Whenever Jason gets shot, he pauses for a moment, right? So let's say Ash being the fucking superhero that he is shoots him with a sawed off that he has double barrel sawed off shoots him. Jason pauses with his arm in his air. Then Ash uses his chainsaw hand to cut off the arm that has the machete in it, Jason is rendered mostly useless, hits him with the second barrel of the goddamn shotgun to pause him for the, like, 15 seconds that he does, and then cuts him straight in half. Now, will Jason die from it? Probably not, and he'll be reborn in a different fucking thing because Jason has some magical powers from being dead and blah, 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 blah. But still, Ash whoops his fucking ass okay so here i want to paint i want to paint a different picture then for you because there's been several iterations of jason like there's the one where he's got the chain around his neck the one where he's got the whole spear thing through him so let's say that ash does shoot him with that and he globs off that one arm so then you're like all right he's missing the one arm with the machete in it now he shoots him with the second and then he goes to cut him in half but the chainsaw gets stuck on that chain now, all of a sudden, the chainsaw is stuck in the middle of Jason, and Jason, with his other arm, just punches Ash's head right off of his shoulders. No, hold on a second, because if the chainsaw gets wrapped up in the chain, and it pulls the chain tighter, it's it brings Jason down, and then Ash, huh, he can one-handed reload his goddamn double-barrel sawed-off shotgun, and then just takes it to the dome of Jason, pulls his goddamn chainsaw out, and goes to the head and takes it severed. Then he rips his goddamn mask off, and now Ash, sorry, I call him Axe for some fucking reason, because I'm crazy, I'm thinking about hacking people to death at this moment, but Ash then rips his goddamn mask off, puts it on his own goddamn head, and then declares himself the king. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go with Ash then. You made a, you made a good point. I like Wait, it. Wait, what was the question again? Um, if, if Jason Voorhees was giving an interview, would he stab the interviewer or the girls that ran by? Oh, we 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 have video evidence in the second one. What was the original question? Is it win a <laughs> win one fight or win overall? Uh, I just said who would win and why. Okay, well then Jason wins because he keeps getting reborn. Eventually, he can just attend Ash's funeral when he dies of natural causes. Oh, and Life. kill everybody at the funeral. Die. Life always will get you at the end. Except for Jason, because he can just keep getting reborn, apparently. What the fuck is wrong with you? You had the opportunity, the opportunity in what you were saying to say life always finds a way. But no, you ruined it. A Jurassic Park reference, no. and you ruined it. I, 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 thought, I, I saw I Jeff Goldblum in my eyes, too. So, so did I. And I wanted to divert and not give Jeff Goldblum too much spotlight because he had so much in Ragnarok. Oh, he made that movie. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. He's one of the original necromancers and he's fucking amazing when it comes to that goddamn staff. And uh. <laughs> All right. Next question. Ironically about Jason Voorhees again. Uh, I hate this time of year. 
how many rounds of double odd buck to Jason Voorhees' face do you think it would take to keep him dead and buried for two years? A whole year. Hashtag not asking for a friend. Now, I think we got to give some backstory here. It was last year, somewhere around this time, that our good friend Blue Shark actually had an encounter with Jason Voorhees. And he had to clean a lot of Voorhees off of his walls. So I think he's worried about him coming back, or at least to try to figure out if he put enough double-odd buck into Jason to fend him off for a couple years. I don't know. I would say probably, what, three, four rounds? Two. The answer is two. Depends. What state are we in? Confused or dazed? Well, if it's Virginia, it's many rounds so I can fit in the tube. God damn it. It is two rounds from Ash's fucking boomstick. <laughs> Why are you still on the last question? We're moving on. Uh, how about this, Blue? Uh, the answer is not enough. You needed to pump many more rounds into him to keep him down for a whole year. I'm surprised he's not back yet. Shells are only like 25 cents. Just buy a bunch. Well, okay, so let's say you're talking, okay, you have to shoot him in the fucking face with a shotgun and you're using buckshot and you're doing all that. If you hit him in the mask, while that mask is awesome, it is not a proper hockey mask. Therefore, it is not going to be ballistic proof in any way, shape, or form, which actually in surprising testing, which was kind of weird because I started looking at hockey masks for a while, they are relatively ballistic because of the way that they made because of the hockey pucks. But Jason's mask is not a ballistic mask. It is a shit-ass fucking Halloween mask. It's going to take those goddamn rounds to it. So some of those are going to penetrate. I got it. Cool. If you get him with a couple to the chest, it's going to make him pause for at least 30 seconds, according to the movies that (laughs) I have seen. And then you're going to have the opportunity to reload, and then you can put it in a fucking eye socket of the hockey mask because it doesn't even protect his goddamn eyes, and you can unload there. That would at least put him down for several years. You will still have to fight him couple years from now but i would say you're good for at least five uh i'd stockpile some rounds buddy yeah and he's got your name and number now so you know he's got your scent Alrighty, last question this one should be an easy one ironically another question about uh, jason Voorhees again jesus christ i'm seeing a theme all right this is actually from zyber should i scrap my movie list for saturday and do a friday the 13th marathon instead who is more... Uh, okay, actually, there's two questions, so I guess there's that one. Um, I say yeah. I always love the Friday the 13th movies. I'll, uh, I'll always enjoy them. What do you guys uh, say? Well, I mean, Shadow doesn't watch scary movies, even if they are absolute, like, terrible movies, 90s. You mean like Poultrygeist? And, dude, Poultrygeist is fucking amazing. And I don't know why you're still fucking crying about it. You know it was amazing. You loved it all the way through. You were like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Until you got on the podcast and you're like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. You fucking liar. I know it. That, that's not accurate. I don't think I ever once said this is the best movie I've ever seen. I was there. I recorded the audio. This is the greatest thing that I've ever seen. And that is like a direct quote from the audio that I don't actually have. <laughs> It's okay, he's fired. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm fired. It's my last show, anyways. Um, I I say go for it because I think they're. I think we did. Uh, I think we did Friday the Thirteenth one, two, and three last time. So it'd be nice to pick up from there and do like four, five, and six. Uh, I am hoping to make it, but as of this moment, it doesn't look all that good. But I'm hoping to make it to a horror movie tomorrow night. So, I don't know what was on the original plan for horror movie night, but I'm pretty sure the Friday the 13th movies have been a little overplayed, and I've seen them so many times. I'd say, since you're not doing it on Friday the 13th, you gotta just stick with the original plan of what you had and go forward, man. If you were doing it tonight, and instead of us, you know, drunkenly fucking talking shit, because, oh my god, dude, this 120 is kicking my ass. Yeah, dude, I know, I can see it in your face, man. Yeah, like, this 120 is kicking my ass. If you were doing it tonight, then fucking right, dude. You only can run Friday the 13th movies, and that's fucking it. But tomorrow... Put one in there at the tail end as, you know, a a hurrah to yesterday being Friday the 13th, and we'll go from there. Well, we've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 and A Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. Never mind. Play uh, Friday the 13th movies all the way. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I used to live out on Elm Street. (laughs) And also work on the same Elm Street. Wow, oh, the military is weird like that. All right. Uh, last question of the night. Who is more powerful, a dimensional being like Pinhead or a demon like Jason Voorhees? Why do you always talk about, like, scary stuff the month? Is it, this people, these are the same people that complain that Christmas decorations are up the like a week before Thanksgiving. Right here. All I got to say is, wicka wicka. Slim Shady. <laughs> Damoc knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great fucking picture, man. You know, it was the first time I saw it, and I actually laughed. And I know you guys have seen it before, and you just snickered. Oh, dude, I still yeah, I still snorted. I saw it, and I, I still gave a snort at it, because I'm like, yeah, that's making its rounds. I love it. Man. My shadow over here is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going back on vacation. <laughs> So I personally think a uh, a dimensional being like Pinhead would win over Jason Voorhees, only because Pinhead is one of those like like he's got legions of yeah you know, he's got an army that he can just throw at Jason. Not that Jason would feel any of the torturing or pain, but he's just got an army that he can just continuously throw at Jason. Versus Jason just kind of you know like like Damoc said. You shoot him and he pauses for 15 seconds to wipe his ass. Here's what we do to solve this. It's the same way Nintendo wouldn't solve this back in, like, 2001. Make a video game where all these characters beat the living shit out of each other. Call it Super Horror Brothers or something. And let let the statistics show who's going to beat who. I actually thought it was really cool when they had uh, when they added Jason Voorhees to, I think it was Mortal Kombat X. Like, I thought it was going to be stupid and gimmicky, and it kind of was stupid and gimmicky for a bunch, but he actually played like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> like, there's even the there's even the thing of, um, he had a, uh, there was a certain style that you could do, I forget what it was called, but you'd get all of your health taken away, he'd fall to the ground, and then he would just randomly get back up. Like, he would just sit up, 
he'd get part of his health back and he'd stand back up and continue fighting. And I was like, all right, that's, that's kind of funny. And that's kind of cool. It's, it's given a little homage to, uh, you know, to Jason always getting up after being you know, blasted in the face with everything else. I don't know, Damoc, what do you think? A, a dimensional being uh, like Pinhead or Voorhees? So, uh, I have a hard time with this one. A dimensional being or a demon? A demon is also a dimensional being? Uh, I read a lot of Warhammer 40k lore and I get into the warp and all of that and... It gets a little crazy. Demons can be defeated, kind of. Um, dimensional beings, not so much. They're always going to be there. Like, I mean, if you were the Eldar and you fucking murder-raped a goddamn god into existence, that's chaos. Uh, I'm going to give it to Pinhead. because you, Yes, he can summon armies, but you can never actually defeat Pinhead ever whereas a demon you can actually destroy yeah i'm gonna go with that um, i agree i'm gonna go with pinhead well on that note shadow where can people find you at man oh somewhere maybe here maybe gna i don't know i'm kind of intermittent still i don't know why i'm like that i think my notifications are jacked i should probably fix that well, maybe you should just come back and you know hang out in the discord every now and then that's what I'm trying to do, but my notifications are jacked. I gotta fix it on my phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What about you, Damoc? Where can people find you at? I pretty much exclusively troll the GNA podcast Discord, and you definitely should check that shit out. Very nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Uh, Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, Mixer, um... Discord. I'm in a whole bunch of discords. But yeah, you can find me there. Just track me down. Talk. Well, we hope you enjoyed the We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast application. Uh, reviews help people find the show. So if you like listening to us, let somebody let somebody else know. You can find us on apps such as iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker. My tuner, your listen, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can join the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do game show night every first Saturday of the month. Uh, this month was actually has to be rescheduled because of some technical difficulties. Who knew that Mixer made you wait 24 hours to get a steam, uh, stream key now? But anyways, we should be all set and square for the next one. We also do a horror movie night, uh, which is actually coming up. If you're listening to the show, it just went by this last weekend. And, uh, well, honestly, we don't know what we're watching. Whether it's going to be Friday the 13th or whether it's going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But we try to watch some good old-fashioned horror movies. Uh, but join us for that. It's always a fun time. Hosted by Zyberblood. We usually start second Saturday a month. And around 9 o'clock, we start that off. We partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, Shadow, can you tell us about Humble Bundle? Uh, due to contractual obligations, I'm required to read the script exactly as is, because apparently last time in my very tired state, I really, really screwed it up and didn't have a script. With that said, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You can choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call, throw that question 
Mark partner equal GNA podcast the end of your humble bundle link before you buy to let them know that we sent you that way. So far this month, we have raised $2.84. That is pathetic, people. We got to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers for charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. Hey, $2.84. Every every dollar counts. Uh, And our current charity is Extra Life. So, yeah. Fun stuff. Do you like anime? Because we like anime. Join us every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time for Anime Night, hosted by Blue Shark. Our current anime is I Don't Know because I completely forgot what it was. What the hell are we watching? Is it Friday the 13th? It's something where girls are trying to get buffer, but then they just, like, get really horny over their buff guy that's not actually buff, but then he looks buff. It's interesting if you like horny girls in anime. Who doesn't? Touche. Well, if you want to check it out, or if you want to help us break away from this cycle and vote on another one, join us for Anime Night, because we always try to vote on a new one, or a new anime, as we get to the tail end of the season of whatever anime we're watching. You can check out, uh, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at gnapodcast at gnandyourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We would love to hear from you. Last but not least, check out the website at www.shadowfox is a bitch for not liking scary movies. He's terrified of the goddamn dark and still sleeps with six fucking nightlights. Dot com or gnapodcast.com. Fuck you. You make me read from the script and cite my contract over it, but he can just say whatever he wants. I see how it is. This is why you're getting fired. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. That's why. Thanks for joining me tonight, guys. Oh, man. Thank you for having me. Have a good night. Nah. Bye-bye. Fucking uh, 20 minute IPA. I'm gonna die.